good. I'm glad you started the show with a cookie in your mouth. It's nice. I haven't had a double stuff Oreo. Oh. Mm-hmm. In a long time. What's the review? Because you were talking shit before. Mm-hmm. So we just had a debate about the double stuffed Oreo versus the OG Oreo. <clears throat> Which is kind of apropos of the show today. OGs versus the new shit. Mm-hmm. Right? I said that the double stuffed is unnecessary. What do we need it for? The the Oreo cookie is, I mean, perfect. Yeah. Masterpiece cookie. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cream to chocolate ratio, I think it's perfect. You don't want too much cream. Too much icing. Well, some people might want a lot of cream. <laughs> <laughs> too much icing. Throws the whole thing off. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. Yeah. It's not balanced. Yeah. I've never been a fan of icing. Mm-hmm. Icing and icing as a concept, icing as an idea. I don't need the icing on my cake. Okay, mm-hmm. just give me the cake. I'm it's good. it's really just smooth sugar when you think about it. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> There's nothing interesting about it. That's why I mean I'm not a big fan of whipped cream either. I mean y'all, I'll take like a little dollop, a little dollop. Uh, this okay, is, this is where our cars <laughs> diverge. <laughs> is this is where our Paul Walker and Vin Diesel yes. go this way. Yeah. <laughs> My opinion of you just died. Listen, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> too dark, too dark, uh, a little dark. Sorry. I I think, uh, you know, if you get like a like a mocha, you know, fuck all, whatever. Sure. You know, a nice little dollop at the mm-hmm. top. You get a good good layer. Yeah. For for me, it's a it's a nice hot slice of pie, and yeah, right yeah. on top. See, I can I can rock with that. Yeah. It's when people like just go and it's coming out the top mm-hmm. of the thing and you're just like, I mean, do you want some coffee with your ice or, or whipped cream mm. or people who can spray it directly into their mouth? Mm. Yeah, I've never done that. Oh, oh, you fucking animals. <laughs> oh. It's mostly for the gas, the compressed air inside. Get a little high. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm not going to say that I haven't done that in a sexy manner. I don't know how it could be sexy for me. I'm saying straight out of the <laughs> the can. No, I mean I mean like on top of uh, on top of old Smokey mm-hmm. on on said person. You just take a, a paw full of Cool Whip <laughs> 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 or just mush it into. Yeah, this will be sexy. You put it in your belly button. Ugh. <laughs> Speaking of that. Double stuffed Oreos. Right. <coughs> what do you think? I, I, okay. I think either they changed the formula or I was wrong mm-hmm. because it's a nice, it's a nice. It's nice. It is. It is. Nice. It is. It's I not was, too much. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. I thought yeah. maybe when I was a kid and, you know, they introduced the double stuff and you're like, whoa, fucking, yeah. you kidding me? Extreme. It, you get it. And then you're like, I mean, I just want the regular ones. Yeah. Did you, were you ever one of those kids who did the take it apart lick it i uh yeah i was about to actually talk about that where you don't really need double stuffed because all you have to do is take two apart and put them together yep absolutely you have the option already there with the original version but see this is america though why yeah yeah why do any of that kind of work when you can just capitalize on the thing that people are already doing (sighs) yeah speaking of do you remember the giant oreos they used to come out with they're like giant cookies fucking hated giant cookies yeah i didn't like it not a fan. Too much. Not a fan. It was too much. I don't like when. I mean, I know that there's a whole thing about 
Oreos going crazy and they're doing like rainbow and confetti and like red velvet. Lady Gaga. And like, <laughs> have you seen Have you seen the reverse Oreo? I don't think so. Yeah. Was it? It's white on the outside and then chocolate on the inside. Uh huh. Interesting. For the birds, that's what yeah. it is. That's what it is. Don't mess with a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You make a chocolate chip cookie and then you start putting like other shit in it well like you said like the original oreo is is like designed by da vinci you know yeah. like it's it's a it's a near perfect cookie yeah it's right in the middle of the uh vesuvian man uh-huh is that did i say that right i hope i said totally that right. i really went for it yeah without even thinking about you, you it you shouldn't have even backtracked at all <laughs> if you say it with enough confidence it sounds real I, well i have to throw a little bit of insecurity just so people know that like uh-huh. i know that yeah. it probably wasn't right mm-hmm. i um, think you got it I'm not even going to look it up. Okay. All right. So let's get into these beers. Okay. <clears throat> so we're recording. I mean, by the time this comes out, it'll be St. Patrick's Day. Hey. So, well, hopefully anyway. <laughs> <coughs> or we'll have just passed. Mm-hmm. Either way, Adam had the brilliant idea to do something in the spirit. So, Adam, please tell us what we're drinking tonight. Well, we got two classic brewskis for you. Uh, we're diverting a little bit from our craft beer uh, norms by having the Guinness. Uh, this is the Draft Stout. Uh, but then we're also going to follow it up with something new from them that caught my eye, which is the Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, which is beer with coffee and natural coffee flavors. So we're going to have the original first and then the cold brew version after just to have a compare and contrast. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a little bit of mainstream beer every now and then. Sure. I'm not mad at it. In fact, I'm quite excited. Me too. So let's get into it right now. My name is Marco Dupa, and that guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? And this is episode 303 of the One Baron Podcast. Hit him. Talk to me, girl. Talk to me. This is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast with two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. As I said, episode 303. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me clear my throat. So that fucking <coughs> Oreo cookie in there. Well, that double stuffed Oreo cookie, baby. Slauncher. Mm. That's what you grow a mustache for. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> oh, it's going to get bad. <laughs> it's just going to get all mucusy back there. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the stout. It's the, I will, I'm not, I'm obviously not lactose intolerant, but mm. lactose does just fill my face with mucus. Yeah. Isn't that Interesting. gross? Yeah. I looked it up. It's a real thing. It's one really? of the things that they tell you if you have like, um, like when you get sick, <clears throat> if one of your symptoms is uh, 
post-nasal drip, one of the things that they tell you is obviously when you get sick, you drink a bunch of fluids, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Mostly C- clear, water. Clear yeah. liquids. And one of the reasons for that is anything else, uh, you know, doesn't serve to basically clear liquids, mostly water serves to not only keep you hydrated then and i know some people when they get the flu they get like diarrhea or they vomit mm-hmm. a lot yeah um and that will uh that obviously dehydrates your system mm-hmm. right so or you get a fever and start sweating a bunch right another yeah. thing so that's why you would want to be you would want to have a bunch of li- ah, fluids <laughs> special guest Hello, Celine. Look at that pretty girl. (laughs) (laughs) This is working so well for our audio only listeners. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) The other reason why you would drink uh, Mm -hmm. clear fluids in a lot of them is to thin out the mucus it right. actually runs through your system it's kind of like you know turning the tap on and running all that bad water mm-hmm. out flush it out and milk serves to thicken the mucus interesting it does wow. and which is funny because a lot of people you know this whole trend of no longer drinking cow milk yep. and it's it's all these they put all this stuff in there and I don't really want to go down how gross people they really. I, I did that it. before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, you were on that trend of of you riding that. You were on the on the on the tip of that wave. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anywho, I uh, we're getting down to the wire here at uh, at my current job, mm-hmm. and I know that I've been kind of teasing me changing jobs and. Uh, you know, where I'm at currently in my life and all that jazz. And I'm not going to go into it fully right now because that would basically take over the whole show. So, but I did want to, because I've been teasing people, Mm -hmm. been teasing the the fans with uh, talking about my current job situation. Because, I mean, I usually come on here and just dog out any, I don't care. Complain for a good half hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm gonna do now. Okay, because <laughs> I'm in, I'm in that two weeks and dude, when you put a two weeks in, let me just say that I can't remember. I this is actually the first time that I've put a two weeks in and actually worked the full two weeks. Mm. I'm thirty, <laughs> <laughs> and this is it's bad. Yeah, yeah. How's it feel <clears throat> to have to phone it in for? I mean, days. you're 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 basically just uh, you're 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 just a zombie for yeah. for two weeks. But let me ask you this: and it's a bit of a leading question. Does that freedom and that ability just to like be a ghost there not feel great at the same time? Uh, if yes and no. Um, there's part of me that's like. Because I've been kind of getting loose with what I've been saying. Like, I've just been in the middle of, middle of the office being like, fuck this job. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Who's with me? <laughs> Basically, I'm like, you guys know that this fucking place sucks. Mm. You know that there are systemic problems here. Yeah. And we've all we've all acknowledged them with 
you know, an email comes out and we all just kind of look at each other like for real that <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's uh-huh. the policy that's being enacted. Yeah. We all know. And yet everyone's just kind of like, eh, it's a living. It's a living. And so <clears throat> on the one hand, I'm kind of like, you know, I do have this. Fr- I, I show up and, and I just basically do nothing. Mm-hmm. I just listen to podcasts all day. You know, I just kind of stare at the computer. But on the other hand, I'm still there. And I'm the only reason I haven't just said fuck it is because I want that. I want that PTO payout. Of course. Right. Yeah. So they've got me kind of by the ball still mm-hmm. where I can't just come in. Basically, what I've been doing is doing just enough to not get the uh, Metal Gear Salad. Metal Gear Solid. Huh? Metal, what was that noise? Metal Gear Salad? Metal Gear Salad. Uh, nice. <laughs> the Metal Gear Solid. What was that noise? And I don't just don't I just don't want to alert them to my presence. Sure. Yeah, so yeah. I show up, I do just enough to stay below the caution. Mm-hmm. And so I still have to kind of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a piece of freedom that it's like, ah, fuck <sighs> this place and I'm kind of doing what I want, but there's also still like not exactly what I want. Sure. I, I don't know. For me, whenever I would put in my two weeks because I, I only have ever quit a job. I only have ever just walked out and been like, <clears throat> last day, oh, goodbye. A couple of times. Yeah, so it's it's always been, here's my two weeks. All right, I'll stick through the entire thing and do it. Uh, for me, I always just felt like you can't hurt me anymore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Like, no, you <clears throat> You can tell me what to do today, but like whatever you, if you say I'm doing a bad job, I don't care. Yeah. I like, I'm here. I showed up. I'm doing my job. Yeah. Yes. That feeling definitely is there. It's like the last week before summer in school, you know, yeah. like it, uh, you, you, there's no teeth in this bite. No. You have, you have nothing I'm on me. Coasting now. Yeah. And no matter how bad you make it in these last two weeks, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm not going to be here anymore. You're not my real dad. You're not my real dad. My, my, I got, <clears throat> I had to leave early a couple of days ago. So this is obviously during the two week period. And before I left, I, I told my manager, I didn't just dip. Mm-hmm. Cause again, I mean, I'm, I'm showing, I, for me, if you know me personally, I am showing an incredible amount of restraint. <laughs> yeah. They have no clue the things that I've done at previous jobs. Mm-hmm. I'll flip a fucking table over. They You're have, famous for it. They, I mean, they just have no idea how much restraint I'm showing yeah. by showing up on time, yeah. mostly. Yeah. yeah. And working mostly mm-hmm. from, uh, you know, minute to minute. They, like it's, it, they just have no idea. <clears throat> so I had to leave early and I told my manager, I'm like, hey, I got to dip out of here. I got, you know, blah, 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 blah. I had an important, I had a real reason. I wasn't just leaving early. Yeah. <clears throat> and so they go tell HR. HR comes back and tells me, they're, they're like, can you, uh, do you want to go talk to HR real quick before you get out of here? Sure. Why don't you have a seat? I go into the office and they're like, hey, so um, I understand that you you need to leave early. And I'm like, yeah, I have a meeting, you know, just kind of popped up. So I got to get out of here. Mm. And they're like, so we just wanted to make sure that you're aware that in any normal circumstance, you would have to get this day. You would have to get these hours approved 
in advance. Mm-hmm. You would have you would have to tell us like this wouldn't be approved. Yeah. So just so you understand that like you know you can leave if if you have to if you need to get out of here, but just know that you agreed to work to this date, right. and so you technically still work for us. So I just wanted to let you know that, and I was like. Okay. I'll remember that for next time I'm employed here. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I was like, I was so, like, part of me wanted to be like, listen, don't even worry about it. I won't be here tomorrow. So don't, <laughs> don't even, Yeah. you could just get the paperwork going right now if you yeah, feel the, yeah. the need. And I, I was just so, I, I didn't even know how to feel because I was like, are you trying to intimidate are, are you gonna are call you, the 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 two-week notice police exactly like what was the point of you bringing me in and shaking me down do you not know who i am <laughs> like dog you have nothing on me i don't want to be here and i next week i won't be here why are you telling me this I mean, do you, can you explain why they I, would want to bring me in just to remind me? The only thing I can think of is they were trying to appeal to you in a, in a sense that would make you feel guilty about leaving. I feel no guilt. I know. I just mean period. I know. <laughs> they don't know you like I know you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's really the only thing I can think of. Maybe they were trying to intimidate you and say, like, you should really stick around. And so you'd go, okay, yeah, I guess I will. Maybe they thought you were completely bullshitting them. I, I, that, that's the only thing that I could think of that makes the most sense. That they thought I was bullshitting and they, they called my bluff. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize it was that serious. Right. All right, I'll work. I guess I'll stick around then. Yeah. yeah. Just no. such a strange thing, dude. I've never, never experienced that. The, yeah. the, the, during the two week shakedown, usually it's like well, you're not usually around for the two weeks. That's so. true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You've missed the shakedown every time. That's very true. The last time I put it two weeks in, it was on like an off week, mm. and so I, I told my boss, I'm like, hey, I found a new opportunity. I appreciate everything. Blah blah blah. I went about it the right way. I didn't just go in there like an asshole. And I was like, so this uh, this is me putting my two weeks notice in, and so they hadn't made the schedule yet. And, and I was like, so, like, what do you want to do, like, next Friday, Friday after the next? And they were like, well, uh, I mean, I haven't made the schedule yet, so. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was nice knowing you. don't need to do this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, perfect. See ya. Yep. You know, I was I was young. I didn't have insurance or anything, so it didn't matter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how my Outback <clears throat> job went. They were just like, uh, all right, well, we just won't put you on the next schedule then. Yeah. See ya. Make it easier for everybody. We just, you know, just tell us on an off week. We don't care. Yeah. So, I mean, most jobs that I've had, I mean, I've gone from job to job, you know, just basically customer service position after customer service position after back of the house, blah, 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 blah. We're just going from industry to industry. Yeah. And none of them, I've never been at a position, I've never been at a place where I've worked and thought, I owe these people something, mm-hmm. you know, as, as shitty as that sounds like I've just never, I've never been at a place where, I mean, I've, I've had nice coworkers. I've worked with people who I really like. And then, but, but for the most part, I've worked at places where I'm like, I don't owe these people anything. Fuck this place. Yeah. Th- this place could burn. As long as no one's in this building, this place <laughs> could burn to the ground tomorrow. Nice save. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Exactly. 
And I, I just didn't I just didn't care. And I don't care now. I don't care about this one. So I'm like, <clears throat> again, you guys have no idea how lucky you are. I could have just got up and walked away. Maybe maybe it's this this uh, forbidden knowledge you have of how easy it is just to forgo the two weeks that's eating at you. Because for me, it's like mm. a two weeks. Uh, two weeks is nothing. I, I feel, I feel instantly better the second I walk out of that manager's office, going, "All right, I'm I'm gone," and like I I'm whistling Dixie and feeling great. You yeah. know, like uh, th- there's nothing you can't hurt me anymore. You know, how many times have the job? You can't hurt, you? hurt me anymore. <laughs> uh, but I would get that if. I didn't even bother doing that ever. It's like, it's like a cheat code. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So maybe it's, it, you're just so, you're so used to forgoing that formality that even the bare minimum of this formality no longer makes you feel anything. You're a monster. Yeah, I am. Definitely. Okay. I, I feel no emotions, no pain. Yeah. That's I what feel I, no pain. That's, that's why I figured. No, no. I mean, you, I think you make a good point there because the fact that I've never done it and the fact that I'm doing it now only only really serves to illustrate why I've never done it before because this is such a fucking waste not only that but a, a, a two weeks notice usually is for strictly the company's benefit to help transition I mean obviously for your for your literal benefits it helps so that you know um, there's no lapse in your coverage you go mm-hmm. from the next job and everything is all and good you get paid out for everything right <clears throat> But a, a company could just as easily just pay you out. Sure. They choose not to. To, yeah. to you know, yeah, grab the testes. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't tell me that, like, I need to do this to get the PT. I know, I, I know that I literally do. Yeah. But if a job was just like, nah, you're all good, bro. I mean, mm. you know, thank you for everything that you've done. You're good to go, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Expect your next check to be fat as fuck because we're putting the PTO and your personal days on mm. it, so you're good. Yeah. They could very easily do sure. that. If they had a replacement already. <clears throat> but see, see, now that's the rub, right? Because at my current job, they haven't done that. Yeah. By the time this episode comes out, I'll be gone, mm-hmm. and there will be nobody there to replace me. So why the fuck <laughs> did I do this? If they weren't going to bring someone in for me to train yeah. to take over my position, which, for the record, I would have happily done. Mm-hmm. I like training people. Yeah. I like showing people new stuff. I like being the big brother, like, here, this is how you do things. I love that. Mm-hmm. I would have happily done it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just to, to buy them just that extra little buffer time, I feel. Yeah. But it's like, use it, dude. Use yeah. it. But the, I mean, it's one of a thousand reasons for why I'm leaving in the yeah, first exactly, place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't have their shit together. So no. that's so it's evident. just indicative of like how this company has been run and and how they continue to run it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people in my position, if I hadn't told them, they wouldn't know. So there's obviously there's, you know, <clears throat> there's different departments. The department that I was in, there's only a couple of us. And if I didn't tell them. I, w- I could have just the next day I've been gone and they've been like, uh, where's Marco? Oh, yeah, that's right. He put his two weeks in two weeks ago. He's right. gone now. Here's what we're going to do. Like, how? why are you not taking advantage of this time? Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. You know what? Hmm. None of your concern. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Now, definitely not. Apathy. 
Apathy, my friend. Oh, I've got. I'm. I'm shocked full of it. Yeah. Apathy, indifference. Yeah. Uh, other things that mean <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> and, don't, and don't have the means or the feelings to care. Well, fortunately, you're you're moving on, and moving upwards, and uh, that's all you can really hope for. Yeah. Right. Have Have you ever? I mean, you've you said you've never put a two weeks in. Have you ever had a job where you wanted to quit? Of course. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like on the spot, like throw the apron down or, or oh, yeah. throw the fucking oh yeah, just yeah, be yeah. done. I mean, the, uh, speaking of uh, Outback, there were a few times, yeah, where I'm like, I don't get paid enough to deal with this garbage. Yeah, Outback in Oviedo. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Trash, dude. The entitlement of people who go to Outback in Oviedo. You don't know entitlement. Until you have to host during homecoming mm. and you have what appears to be like from central casting, the high school bully <laughs> who comes up to you upset because he says he specifically reserved a specific table when he did not. Mm. Because I took the call. And I remember, friend. <laughs> I remember. Uh, yeah, I wanted to walk out that day. Yeah. Because... This is a very specific memory. Oh, it, 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 I think it's one, of those, it's one of those memories that stays with you and you just randomly get mad at, you know? Yes. Because obviously I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't do anything about it. I'm just the host. I sit them. Mm-hmm. I literally just had to go, okay, well, sorry. This is, really, this is where we had you placed yeah so fortunately the server was able to come in and like figure something out for them mm-hmm. uh fortunately he put him in his place which is great and oh I, that's always nice it was so nice because <coughs> oh, the because the kid tried to get in his face about it and he tried to be tough yeah and the server was like this like a guy who kind of look like beef jerky <laughs> uh but uh, he was like in his like probably early 50s late 40s mm-hmm. but like uh like almost like a cowboy type real thin guy thin white guy yeah but you just talk like this yeah no nonsense set him in his place yeah the guy finally backed down to his girlfriend going, stop it. Ugh. Stop it. Ugh. And eventually they sat down. They ate. And that was it. But I just remember fuming at the fact that I couldn't take a chair over his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's part of that's part of it. That's part of the reason why all of these jobs are just so if if <clears throat> if you could just tell people how you felt in that moment. Yeah. Or I, I mean. Literally, like that's all, that's all I would have to do to feel qualified in that situation and happy. Yeah, is to just be like, you're being an asshole right now. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, you you didn't say that. This this I mean the entire this entire culture of the customer is always right, which is such an American thing, where it, it doesn't matter. You I mean you could borderline punch a baby in the face. And as long as you're the customer and the baby was taking your order. We encourage it now, back. <laughs> We've got a booth for baby punching. Yeah. As long as as long as 
you were the customer and the baby was taking your order, it, it, it wouldn't matter. Right. And and this 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 culture that we live in where you you just have to bend over backwards for people and let them walk all over you. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, I'm not I'm obviously not advocating to just, you know, curse people out and tell everybody off who needs to be told off. I'm not yeah. encouraging that. There is a professional way of telling somebody to go fuck themselves. And we all know <laughs> sure. how to do it, especially yeah. when you start working in a corporate environment. You know how to professionally tell somebody to go fuck themselves. Mm. And you should, in, in a customer service position or a retail position or a front of house restaurant position, any of that stuff, you should be able to professionally tell somebody, look, sir, I don't know what you want me to say. This is where you're sitting. If you don't like that, you can leave. Yeah. And I understand that the entire concept is to bring in as many customers as possible. Yeah. yeah. But as a company, there has to be a level where you should have that person's back. There has to be a level where you're not going to allow people to take this much damage. I mean, part, I mean, I you have to believe that a huge reason why so many of us are so mentally fucked up from these jobs is because all day you have to just accept just take it brutality that yeah. you wouldn't accept in your normal day-to-day -day life yeah. the minute you clocked out and you saw that person and you knew that you could just talk to them <clears throat> the way that you wanted to talk to them and they wouldn't go back into your job and tell on you if you saw them in like the mall the next yeah. day and you'd be like you know what fuck you yeah by the way so it has to contribute to our our um, our uh, uh, general state of being as a as a generation. Yeah, a generation of people who are told just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, put the money in, and one day you'll be somebody. Just, by a generation that is also looking down on every <laughs> entry-level position that you can get. Well, I was there 30 years ago, so I can talk shit about you to your face. Exactly. That was one thing I appreciated about my... Uh, my. Let's see, it was my... My second agency job was we, we flat-out fired some of our clients because they were assholes that's it we if you're going to be an asshole we don't want to work for you yeah simple as that that's and I, I always appreciated that <clears throat> that's all it takes man all it takes is for your manager to come out from you know behind the back of the kitchen and, and be like what what seems to be the issue this asshole uh cedar or whatever the fuck he is put me in the wrong spot and you're like all right well First of all, we don't need to use that kind of language. Mm. Second of all, you know, there may have been a mistake made. We'll rectify the situation, yep. but you need to calm down. Something, just something yeah, that yeah. says, I got you. Right. It's it's all about de-escalation at that point. But they but these jobs de-escalate by throwing you under the bus yeah. nine times out of oh, ten. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's much easier to say, yeah, he's a fuck up. We understand. How can we help you? Well, it's a different thing if, if you... Uh, if the onus is on you and you feel empowered by falling on that sword. Yeah. Like if I were to go, yeah, you know what? I totally messed up. You're 100% right. Let me get that right for you. Yeah. I made that decision. Right. But if my manager's coming in going, uh, you know, he, he messed up. Sorry. We're trying to figure it out. Right. That's or, a completely different or thing. Or they take you in the back and they're like, just apologize. Let's get this over with. Yeah. Like, 
not a big deal. It's like, right. it is though, man. That's why yeah. we're back here whispering about it. It's not, it is a big yeah, deal. It's not as bad if you choose to do that because you know you're just placating them. Yeah, but why? You know, why do why do most of us in these positions inherently feel that way? Well, I mean, that's... I guess that's customer service. Exactly. That's the entire idea behind customer service is you do whatever you can to make the customer happy. Right. And that includes losing your own morals in some instances Lying. and losing and 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 letting them trample over your dignity. Yeah. And that's uh uh welcomed. That's rewarded for being mm-hmm. a brown-nosing sniveling piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're rewarded for that. And that's why it's so fucking frustrating. Cuz it it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. You I mean just the, like I mean even my my current job like I, you know if, if if somebody says that I fucked something up and I know that I didn't there will be times where my boss would ha- would have my back and when you read that especially like if you read it in an email where they're like you know hey so and so we understand why this can be frustrating but it appears, do, you know, with our research into this issue that Marco did nothing wrong, you know, you made this mistake, we can help you, blah, 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 we can give you a discount, or what have you. Yeah. You placate them in that way. But just throwing that little thing of, like, he didn't he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And publicly saying that, publicly yeah. saying yeah. he didn't do anything wrong, is, and you don't even you don't even know how much of a jolt of electricity it is until it happens. Yeah. Cause for me, I always tell myself like, I don't give a fuck about anybody's opinion of me or what my, their opinion of my job. As long as I'm doing enough to get that paycheck and Mm. go home, I don't give a fuck. But then in those instances where it does happen and that somebody does have your back, you, you, it, you just it still feels good. It does. Yeah. Like it, it just feels like God. That you know that was nice. Yeah. That was nice. It doesn't matter how fucking hardened I think I am by yeah. all of these past experiences. It's nice. Yep. And you know it's not that hard to do. No. And and that's just what that's the most frustrating part. It's not that hard to make people to make your employees want to come to work every day. It's really easy. They're, we're already showing up for the paycheck. Right. So that's already, we're good now. We're already done with that portion of the, all you have to do is just make it so that we like being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and workers who feel respected and seen and heard will work harder for you. <clears throat> They'll stay later. Every time. Yeah. So, every time if some if you believe in the mission statement even if you don't believe in the mission statement even if you just believe in your manager even if you mm-hmm. want to ha- make sure that they're okay yeah. i've worked at, at jobs where i'm like fuck this place but susan over there i can't i can't leave her mm-hmm. like this yeah. i got to make sure that she's good too yeah easy yep it's easy so <clears throat> i'll go into more specific detail later Okay. When I feel comfortable <laughs> with what's currently going on. It's like a Dragon Ball Z episode. <laughs> keep dragging it out. Ugh. The Marco Dupa story. I'm going to keep dragging it out. Uh, but we'll come saga. back to it. We'll come back to it. Okay. The Marco Dupa saga. Um, so, yeah. 
when uh, uh, there's a lot of a, a lot of relevant entertainment news that's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's award season. Yay. <coughs> Yay. So we just got done with the Grammys. And uh, I mean, what can you say? The, the people who were supposed to win, I guess, won. <laughs> I don't know how many the, the like, usual suspects. Yeah, I don't know how many big surprises there were. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I guess not many. Uh, off the top of my head, it was cool to see Kaytrinata get something. Kaytrinata, yeah, uh, there was some cool Thundercat, uh, the Strokes finally the got Strokes, an Oscar, yes, Oscar, yes, Grammy. yes, 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 yes. Nas won. Yeah, <laughs> not for that album. I know, not for that album. It was fine. It was a fine album. It should have been Alfredo. This is why the the Grammys never. The Grammys never get it right. Even when they get it right, they don't get it right. No. So Nas has been nominated for a Grammy 14 times. <laughs> Jesus. His first album came out in 1994, Illmatic, obviously a masterpiece. Yep. And he's been nominated 14 times since. And this is his first win in 2021 for the album King's Disease, uh, produced by Hit Boy. And while... It was, I wouldn't say a return to form. It was a good album. Like you said, it was fine. It was yeah. good. Yeah. It was a good album. Yeah. <clears throat> Hit Boy is a really good uh, producer. In fact, some people would argue he was the producer of 2020. Um, he did uh, an album with um, Big Sean, and he did an album with Nas, obviously. And he just produced a bunch of, uh, a bunch of hits. He's a really good producer. Yeah. Uh, Prolific. Did, did some stuff with Kanye. I think he helped him write a bunch of stuff. Um, so, yeah, he's he's really good. Uh, King's Disease. I mean, it's just not. I mean, it's a good album. It's just but it, it's not it's not Nas at his best. No, Nas it, has some bad at his best since like 2006. And it it the reason I know that for a fact that this album wasn't great. It was good. It wasn't great is because I haven't gone back to it. Yeah, I went back and listened to it maybe three times. And I was like, all right, I, I got my fill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what you just mentioned, though, the one that a lot of people, obviously you, myself included, felt should have won for the best rap album of the year was, I mean, Alfredo, man. Of course. Freddie Gibbs, mm -hmm. The Alchemist. It was the best album of the year. Yeah. It's great. I, I, I called it uh, the best album of the year, period. Mm -hmm. uh, all genres. Yeah. I thought it was the best album Overall. that came out in 2020. But uh, <clears throat> the Grammys obviously didn't think so. And I think <clears throat> these award shows, these institutions have been doing this thing where they've been trying to make up for the past, right? Mm -hmm. So they've been doing a lot of um, a lot of redemption kind of things and a lot of comeuppance for their past transgressions well, and like shit the, like that. It's like the Scorsese win. Yes, know? exactly. Yes. That's that. Yeah. Scorsese should have won years ago, but instead he wins for The Departed, and you're like, that wasn't the best movie that year. <laughs> no. It's not It's not his best. It wasn't, it wasn't close to his best. No. And it wasn't the best movie that year. No. And it's it's insane that he cleaned up that year. Yeah. And uh, so this is what they this is what these award shows usually do. They, they have a long history of being uh, racist and kind of xenophobic and... Uh, um, inclusionary or disclusionary was the opposite of that it's not inclusionary they've Did, not been inclusive they've been the opposite of that there is a word for that hmm 
Disclusive. Disclusionary. Yeah. Disclusive. Mm-hmm. Anti-inclusive. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that word. Put the substitute Un- that word. Un- uninclusive. Um, to a degree that you're just like, I mean, I stopped really watching these shows, I mean, probably 10 years ago. Mm. Just because at that point I was like, ah, I just don't. They're just never going to get it. They're just never going to get it right. Yeah. I mean, and, and at they're this point. They're also like four hours long. So. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They're awful to watch. Yeah. Just to sit down and watch them. So in 2020, I think 2020 and beyond, for example, you'll never see Macklemore beat uh, a Kendrick Lamar ever again. I don't mm-hmm. think that'll ever happen. Just because of how much controversy it caused, it just won't happen. You wait until the next white rapper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they could have put that uh, that fucking Machine Gun Kelly album in the rap category, and he fucking would have... <laughs> <laughs> I know. No. I know. I no. know. I know. I don't even think it got nominated for anything. I I didn't hear about it, yeah. Maybe it did. Maybe it did like indie rock album of the year or alternative. They alternative. don't call it indie, they call it alternative. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> so all that to say they give Nas the award this year because they've never given it to him mm-hmm. and he's deserved it, you know, plenty of times in the past and they go, "All right, well, now it's it's his year to win it." And you're like, but this wasn't the year, man. No. This wasn't the year. This was the year where you could have done something crazy. Like give it to the person who deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And and they didn't. And they, they just continue to fail. And that's why I'll never have faith in the Grammys. And why I'll never have faith in, in the Oscars. I mean, you look at all these nominations. And on the surface, you go, oh, mm-hmm. wow. And, you know. Daniel Kaluuya or Lakeith Stanfield could win. Steven Yeun could win. Mm-hmm. But more than likely, well, I don't know. I don't know because now it's kind of up in the air, right? Because Chadwick Boseman too. Right. So I was going to go into the uh, best actors category, best leading role. Um, it's Steven Yeun, Anthony Hopkins, Chadwick right. Boseman, uh, Riz Ahmed, mm-hmm. and... There's a fifth. I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, who is it? It wasn't four nominees. Was it four? No, no there has to be one. There's got to be one more. We could just. If only there was some way to know. <laughs> Look it up. Jamie, pull that up. <clears throat> I haven't heard. I haven't heard that in months. It's probably good. Good for you. I'm just not going to switch over to Spotify. Yeah, I know that he made all his money, and I know that he's got his legions of fans who will follow him anywhere, and I know that he's probably bigger than he's ever been, but I'm not going to get a premium Spotify account just to listen to Joe Rogan. Maybe if Joe Budden was still on there and I had to, that's how I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, well, I already have it, maybe, but yeah. no. You're, you're going to be mad because it's somebody that you would expect to be. In the uh, wait, 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 Gary Oldman for Mank. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) You got it. Yeah, there it is. Um, Gary Oldman's got a really good chance of winning it again. Um, and from actually watching the movie, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. I think, well, let's just do predictions. Let's just do some, let's just do some on off the cuff predictions. Okay. Because we haven't watched a lot of the Oscar nominees, so this yeah. is really just based on knowing the Oscars and the cultural climate that we're in. Yeah. Let's just do some 
you know i i really i really do wish you bring up that point of us not being able to or not having seen a lot of the movies we could have seen them the problem is like i, I really wanted to watch minari yeah but it's 20 bucks yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to spend twenty <laughs> bucks to stream something. It's a lot of money. Yeah, which would make sense again if you know we were, we were talking about this with the um, the Disney uh, Mulan thing. Yeah, where you're already buying a streaming service and then you have to pay for that for the movie on top of it. Um, I feel like it would be easier to swallow that pill if you had an entire house full of people to put in on that. Yeah, but. During this panini, mm-hmm. it's hard to invite people over to have a movie night. You can't have that many people in a Panasonic, you know? Right. So, un- that, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Because yeah. I would really like to see more of these movies, but a lot of them are, aren't on just streaming streaming platforms that you have <coughs> automatically. Well, and the other thing is, like, I'm spending, what, 20 bucks for access to this movie, but what happens if I stop paying for, uh, what is it, on Hulu? Or... I think it's on everything. It, it's an A24 movie that I think they have for rental for oh, 20 bucks. Okay. You can also see it in the movie theater so like right Voodoo now. like and like iTunes. Everywhere. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's everywhere. Well, not Netflix. Not No, no, no. Uh, rental services. Oh, okay. Right, right, so right, like, right. So it's just a movie that's out that you can... Yeah. Right. I, okay, I, I, get, you can, I get what you're saying. You can rent it on like YouTube too, I think. <clears throat> um, but it's 20 bucks. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Renting it? I don't even get to own it for twenty dollars, right, right? Which is different than Mulan, because at least you had you got to own Mulan once you. But then you kind of don't though, because if you no longer pay for Disney Plus, you don't own Mulan. Can you download it? Do they let you download it? I've never seen any downloading features, but I am <clears throat> I am very curious as to. I wonder if you can. <clears throat> I don't want to speak out of turn. Yeah. But this kind of goes back to the conversation that we had a long time ago about like nobody reading. The terms of services, like right. the shit that you download on right. iTunes. Right, I, I recently saw two on Twitter. I, 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 think, I forget who reads. Maybe Anthony Fantano or somebody. Somebody in like the music sphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was like a meme, basically, of somebody. Uh, this article that came out that was like, should I keep all of my CDs or not? Yeah. And somebody posted a response to that saying, well, yeah, because you own them and there's no secondhand market. So they're going directly to the dump. If you don't keep them. Right. And when you have a CD, you own that physical media. Yeah. You own it. It's yours. You're not renting it. Yeah. Which is what you're doing whenever you're b- paying for a streaming service. Yep. Or even iTunes or something. You know, like you're technically just renting that that content. Yeah. Same thing with PSN. If you are you buy a game online, you're technically just renting the license to play that game. And you know what? I'll give, play, I'll give Sony credit. They make that abundantly clear. Sure. That you get this because of this service that you're paying for. The minute you stop paying for it, you don't it's get gone. it. It's yeah. gone. And in the past, these these services haven't done that. They've been very weird and, and vague about the fact that you don't actually own these things. You're paying yeah. to own them. Well, I'm not even talking specifically about PS Plus. I just mean buying stuff digitally. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Same. You, yeah, s- you yeah. still don't technically own that. No. So it, it's... It's hard because if you're buying a hard copy of a game nowadays, you still don't really have anything in that disc. It's essentially a download code yeah. more than anything else. But if you have a CD, you have that. That's it's, it. It's That's there. Your, That's yeah. the thing. It's like having a record or having a Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's on the thing, printed on the thing. Yeah. So you have some ownership over that. Yeah. You don't have that with any of the other things. Yeah. Anyway, tangent. But no, but that's exactly what 
that's exactly what's going on. People don't seem to realize it's like, yeah, you can spend that 30 bucks on Mulan, uh, but you spent it for a temporary download code. Basically, you you have now you've spent money just to unlock a thing, just to unlock a door. That was DLC. Yeah, that's all you spent (laughs) that money on for your Disney Plus. And so it's like I want to support these artists, but at the same time, it's like, all right, man. But at what point does supporting these artists also benefit me as the consumer? Because if I fall on hard times, I've got hundreds of records. Right. I've got hundreds of CDs. Yeah. I've got DVDs and Blu-rays. You know, yeah. So if I bought those things, I supported you, and also. When life gets hard for me, I still have those still things. I still yeah. own that shit. Yeah. I can benefit from those things. Right. But this whole and it's not even it's not their fault. It's not the artist's fault. It's it's the culture that we're in right now. You have to do what you have to do to survive yeah. in, in, in these times. But it's like, fuck, man. It's like, I mean, you know, wet my wet my beak a little yeah. bit. Like give, give me an incentive other than just being able to watch the thing. You you know what I think's kind of inevitable at some point? Mm. Especially if people don't really end up buying a lot of these like premium purchase uh, day and date with release date content. Mm. I see them having like a Disney plus plus. Yeah. Where you pay maybe double the amount and you get to stream those for free. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which I love that too. That kind of false advertising of like. You can do this for free now. Mm-hmm. Now that you paid for this thing, now you have access to this. And it's like, you put it behind the paywall. Right. But it's yours now. It's like... As <laughs> long as you keep paying. <laughs> There's nobody else back here. You lock that door. Right. Who would do that? <laughs> huh. Weird. I just, I just found these keys for this door. Weird. 30 bucks. You can uh, have them. Uh, yeah. uh. Come on. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's difficult to be able to keep up with all these things. I mean, most of these, well, that's another thing is like a lot of these movies are on streaming services, you know, yeah. Judas and the black Messiah, yep. promising young woman, mank. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Nomadland on, uh, bu- 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 I don't know, but if you tell me something I have, I'm going to be Amazon. Excited. I think it's on Amazon. I've been wanting to watch that one too. I think so. it's on Amazon. I'm going to just run through and probably watch, all of them that I can get my hands on. Yeah, I, I'm at least curious about the vast majority of ones that are nominated. Yeah, I'm really. Oh, Sound of Metal is on. Uh, who, Amazon. I don't remember. Amazon or Hulu, one of those. Two. It's one of those, but it's yep. up there. So, yep. I'm really interested in that. <clears throat> that one looks kind of. It looks so fucking sad, though. <laughs> Most <laughs> nominees are. I know. That's the other thing. It's like fucking. Just nominate a superhero movie, man. Yeah, no happy movies <laughs> nice for you. Nice movie in there. No, fuck, they're all so sad looking. Yeah. Well, Borat, Borat, um, that got uh, the girl, the journalist in the movie. She's nominated for best supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Borat's nominated for best adapted. Also, by the way, I'm confused. Why is it adapted screenplay? Did he write a book? I don't know. Or is it because it's adapted from, from the TV show? Yeah. Maybe from the maybe but because of that. But that's not. I mean, that doesn't seem right. This is a wholly original script. There's not like, Bor- the the Ali G show is over. Yeah. So it's not like Borat is a thing that he adapted this from right. for this new thing. Yeah, it's not like a stage play or something. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but he's an adapted. He's not in in original. 
Um, let me think. Uh, uh, One Night in Miami is on mm-hmm. Amazon. By the way, Regina King snubbed. They nominated one of the actors. Two of the actors? No, I think the actors got snubbed too. But One Night in Miami got nominated for something. Mm-hmm. Best I heard original o- or best adapted screenplay. I heard overall it got pretty snubbed. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it got adapted screenplay. Regina King didn't get director, mm. which is ridiculous. I haven't seen the movie, but it's like if it gets all these good reviews, I a, a screenplay getting nominated doesn't make it inherently a good movie. Right. I mean, it was well written, but that doesn't mean that it was well acted or directed or produced or what have you. Sure. Yeah. But if a movie gets nominated for best movie, it has to be attached to best director. I'll die on that hill. It doesn't make sense that a movie is the best movie of the year. But not directed well. How does that... Can you explain to me how that makes sense? Unless the script is so out of this world, cuckoo bananas, that it overshadows any blandness that comes from the direction of the film. But I mean... Or the acting itself is so good. But usually, if something like that occurs, you usually see that. Like uh, when uh, Leo was nominated for J. Edgar, Mm -hmm. and the movie sucked, but his performance was so good that he got nominated for that, right? So... I just can't imagine a universe in which a movie is so good it deserves to win the Oscar for best film of the year and yet the director wasn't good enough to get nominated. Something actually just came to mind is Ma Rainey where the direction of it wasn't out of this world I would say. We talked about it at length but I feel like the performances and the writing are so good that I could see that as a best picture nominee. I could see it getting nominated but I... I mean, obviously not having seen the rest of the nomination, so it's hard to say which one would be better. I couldn't call Ma Rainey the best movie of the year. Viola Davis is perf- all, the, all of the performance, really, but Viola yeah. Davis and Chadwick, obviously, we already talked at length right. about how good we thought their performances were, which elevates a otherwise fine movie mm-hmm. to great yeah. because of their performances, right? Yeah. So I can see how that movie could get nominated, but there's no fucking way it could beat. There's no way it could win best movie of the year while also not being the best directed movie of the year while also only being bayouded by good performances. Mm-hmm. That just, to me, doesn't just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. I think there's a window. I think there's a window of opportunity there in those cases, but the rest of the movies have to be lacking in some way. Big time in that case. <clears throat> well, what what uh, pull up the nominees? What 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 oh, was? I mean, I know I'm asking a lot. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I just don't 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 worry about it. We'll 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 go we'll go off of memory. I looked at the list once. <sighs> we'll just go off of memory. Uh, best picture you're looking for? Yes, please. If it's not too much trouble. Beep boop beep boop beep. All right, we have Sound of Metal. We have Mank. We have Minari. Uh huh. We have Promising Young Woman. That's the one we didn't think about. And yeah. The Father, which... That's the Anthony Hopkins movie. Yeah. I, d- did anybody see that? Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. That that movie, The Trial of the Chicago 7, that, I, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't, it seems no. like preachy uh, Hollywood 
Oscar bait trash. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to be bored out of my mind by it. Yeah, just, just courtroom drama. Or maybe like even I'm afraid of being offended by it, honestly. In what way? That it's so pandering. Oh, yeah. Because everything I've heard about it is that it's this like ultimately feel good like – Oh, justice system's gonna win it eventually. Yeah, we'll get it there. Ugh. And it's like maybe we're living in 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 too much of the a pessimistic time, or maybe I'm personally too pessimistic. Yeah, to to be moved by that. But I don't want that. Yeah, I don't I, like I. I it, it's not going to unless unless I'm you know I could be talking to my ass here. Maybe I do need to see it just to see how I feel after it. Yeah, but I don't know. That doesn't. Hearing how that sounds, and that's been the uh, uh, the verdict overall from what I've read about the movie. I'm not excited by that premise. Yeah. I'm just not, especially given the fact that it's apparently like it, it takes a lot of liberties with actual history. Right, that's what I've read, and I'm like, I don't care. Then that's like a super dramatization of events. Right, and I would understand if it was done in a way of like you know, like Tarantino's done. Yeah, where it's like. On purpose, they do that for a reason, and it's very clear that this is where history diverts, uh, and and this fictional world begins, <clears throat> and like an alternate history type of thing. But the way this is presented is like a real retelling of this historical event. Yeah, and I just think that's kind of irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Any any time a movie does that, where they the way they take a bunch of liberties and then uh, try to portray it in a way that's like you won't believe what history the story you never heard yeah and it's like well we never heard it because you pieced it together right it's not the yeah I yes yeah, I think I'm a little bit more interested only because of my man crush for JGL persists and so I want to see him succeed in anything that he sure, does sure. And so, and and also, I'm interested in the fact that like Sasha Baron Cohen got nominated for yeah. Best Supporting. Yeah, that's interesting. But the movie itself, and I, 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 agree. I, I like, like Aaron. Eh. I like Aaron Sorkin too. Yeah, I, right, I like him. Right, I, right. I, I I know he his his uh, writing style rubs a lot of people the wrong way. But I actually I, I like it. I like the quick witty kind of style of writing. But I don't know. Just the entire premise and everything I've heard about it has turned me off. Yeah. But it's on Netflix, so maybe I'll give it a shot. Well, I mean, you have. After that performance, uh, yeah. after that Oscar-worthy performance, uh, I think you're kind of obligated <sighs> okay. to watch that movie. All right. So, All right. if I have to, maybe we can do. Uh, when are the Oscars? Probably next month. Hell hopefully, if I, know. I don't know. I'm trying to. I want to know if we have enough time to do enough one reel ins <sighs> to catch up. It's a lot of one reel ins. It is. A, <laughs> we, yeah, the the show proper would take a backseat. Yeah. This yeah. would be like the uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, uh, yeah. Couple back of to weeks. back to back. That was fun, though. Yeah. Well, let's see. Hey, Google. When is the Oscars? April 25th, 2021. April. April 25th. That's, a, that's what, about a, a little over, over a month away? Yeah. We'd have time. We definitely would have time. Or maybe we don't do one real ends. Maybe we do. Well, we could do one real ends for... The the best, whoop, the best movies of the year, categories. Oh yeah, yeah best or picture. Nominees, yeah, best picture. Yeah, yeah. We could do that, and then most of them have all the performances, so we'd be able to talk about the performances. Yeah, no, we could. <laughs> we couldn't go like for every single one that's nominated for every little individual award. Right, right, right. Best picture. Not, not all the, we can stick to best picture yeah. and see how that works out for us. We could split it for Minari. Yeah, yeah. I'd be willing to do that. 
<laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So one of the bigger Oscar snubs was The Five Bloods. Not getting not getting nominated for yeah. a director or movie yep. or screenplay or actor for Delroy Lindo mm-hmm. or supporting for uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I thought he had a really good chance of being a double nominee this year mm. uh, mm-hmm. because of his passing, obviously, and also because yeah. those two performances were incredible. I yeah. thought, I mean, we talked about it on the Ma Rainey show, but um, I mean, he was, he was put, he was, he was turning in performances that was like, Oh, this guy's turning the corner on his career. He's going to be yeah. the next Denzel. He's going to put in these powerhouse performances. Yeah. He's got the franchise thing on his back. So he's good to go money wise. Now he can make these weird choices and interesting choices and do these like avant-garde kind of things. And, yeah. uh, so yeah, I thought there were two incredible performances that I thought, I mean, I thought he had a really good chance of being a double nominee. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, only in my opinion, obviously, but I think his performance in Ma Rainey uh, outshined the Five Bloods. Yes. And I th- I, I get the feeling that's why it wasn't listed. Just yeah. because it was so, uh, I, again, only in my opinion, uh, I, I think that it just was so much greater. Not saying his performance in the Five Bloods wasn't great too, but I just think it's on a different level. It's just weird though because it's it's it's... It was propped up as this super Oscar Beatty movie, <clears throat> and um, it was sitting at the last time we checked. It was sitting at like a low ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. it was getting it was getting rave reviews, and yet it doesn't get nominated for almost anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, f- uh, man, is it just the stink that Spike's got on him? I don't know. I mean, I. Uh I was pretty high on the movie, but I don't think it was one of the best of the year. Now, okay, because I agree with you. I don't think it was one of the best of the year. I mean, I've, we talked about it on 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 another one, real and right. <clears throat> that it was again another movie that was bayoued by Delroy Lindo and Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, but culturally, usually a movie that gets that much critical acclaim mm. in uh, an award season such as this would get nominated. And I've read that people, a lot of people were saying it just came out too early and it came out on Netflix. Yeah. It came and went and people just kind of forgot about it. I think, I think it's Spike's fault. Mm. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Cause it's not Spike's fault for telling the truth about Hollywood. I think it's the reaction ah, to his truthfulness about right. Hollywood. It was a reaction now, to Spike. Yeah. I think, I, I think that he's, I think he has been and has continued to be blackballed, blackballed in the industry. That's not to say that Spike has not put out some dog shit movies. He has. Oh yeah. yeah. But he has put out some stuff and I think, you know, he, I've read that he's lost out on some opportunities that he was up for, that you know back room kind of like uh you want spike to do it mm-hmm. i mean you know what Are that calls sure? for i mean do you know what that bring, what kind of attention that's gonna yeah. bring if you bring spike lee onto this you know what he's gonna do to this blah 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 what kind of edit, uh, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> for him to even get this movie in the first place get the budget that he got from netflix get the performances that he got out of his actors get the critical acclaim and get no nominations i think kind of proves yeah in my eyes that there's a little bit of blackballing going on there i think so i think so and i and i don't think it helps that there were so many quality movies surprisingly that came out in 
this kind of pandemic era. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't like there was a lack. I mean, any of the ones that I just listed off for best picture from everything I've heard, like they stand up and they, they seem like they would based on who's involved uh, and critical acclaim. Yeah. So if there was like a <coughs> weird outlier that like really like you got Batman versus Superman in there. Right. Right. Then I would be like, OK, well, yeah, it, it's 100 percent clear that like. They're they're snubbing him on purpose. So the conversation is, what movie would you take out, yeah, and substitute the the, the five, five bloods, bloods in? Right, right. Which again, I mean, I like the movie, as we've said at length. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. It, it just it didn't it didn't stick with me that much. There were performances that did, um, but the movie itself, I just I don't know. It it didn't quite live up to my expectations of a Spike Lee joint of a Vietnam drama. Yeah. I feel like it could have been better. I still think about it sometimes. There's moments in that movie that um, really stick with me. Uh, The pretty obvious revelation that it was Delroy Lindo's fault. Spoiler. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you you know, you could see that coming a mile away at the, at the first, uh, first scene when, when, you understand what's going on. You go, yeah. oh, it was his fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, come on. He's on edge. What? What's What's he so upset? What's he about? on edge about? Oh, because it was his fault. Mm-hmm. That was pretty obvious. Um, but that that scene when you find when you actually see it, um, the landmine scene is pretty pretty yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end shootout was wild. Like I, I there's yeah. still scenes that like flash in my head. Maybe it's because I've only seen a handful of good new movies this year. Mm. I've mostly just been watching either New Girl or <laughs> old old movies that I've seen a thousand times. Yeah. So though, so the new shit is sticking with me sure. more than maybe it's that, or maybe that the movie is just so arresting that later we will we will look back on it and go it was better than we thought maybe i i just i i do remember i i do think of those those moments in that movie but it it's just dragged down for me by all of the uneven parts yeah <laughs> that were also thrown in there yeah and you've got all these you've got these um uh these movie these filmmakers who are just so fucking pressed to make a movie that's like two and a half hours long. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, it doesn't have to be. If it, if you want to cut out 20 minutes of the movie, you can. Yeah. If you need to hit this two hour art house uh, time length on your film, fine. But yeah. there's nothing wrong with cutting out 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like it just, just some of these things just don't need to. I mean, the entire. Well, we're not going to do a no. rehash of the. <laughs> no, no. I was just going to try to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. get us out of that. Let's get let's. So anyway, uh, there, there's there's a lot of movies on on that list that, like you said, this this award season is actually filled with movies that are seem to be deserving, and the competition seems to be tighter this year. Yeah. So it's not as if Gary Oldman or Anthony Hopkins, the old white dudes, are a lock this year. They've sure. still got a good chance because Oscar's so white, but it's not as if they're a lock. You've got mm-hmm. a lot of diversity. But then but then you've got, you know, stuff like Judas and the Black Messiah mm-hmm. where the two leads of the film, one one uh, from what I understand, Lakeith Stanfield was submitted as the lead actor and Daniel Kaluuya was 
supporting actor. Hmm. And <clears throat> something weird happens. They put Lakeith in supporting with Daniel Kaluuya mm. for the same movie. It, to me, doesn't really make a lot of sense. How do you have t- the two leads of the film be in the best supporting actor category? Yeah, my understanding was that the um, the Academy was able to choose what category they would be placed in. Yeah. And it just so happened they were both placed in supporting. That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because it's not about runtime. I, I, I would need to see the movie to know how much screen time each of them share. But it's not about that. Because Anthony Hopkins won and he's barely in the movie. Uh-huh. He's barely in the movie. Right. For Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens a lot where an actor is barely in it and they're they're put in the lead actor category. I'm not saying it's a it's a race thing. Could be. I just think it's a strange thing. I think it's yeah. a weird thing that's happened with this movie that they've that they've done this because it, it leaves this void, this plot hole, if you will, of yeah. like, well, who's the lead in the movie? Yeah. If they're best support if they're both supporting actors, how do you justify this? The only excuse I could find other than it's a race thing um, <laughs> is that neither of them deliver a performance on the level of a Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. And they're both kind of just in sort of an equal setting of supporting this movie. Okay. Now, same so level. Let me ask you this then. Does that mean that supporting actor is a subcategory to leading actor? Because my understanding has always been that the supporting actor role or the supporting actor nominee was not that the performance was less than, but just about the fact that like their literal role in the movie was to support the plot or mm-hmm. the main character or to do things to move the story along as opposed to being the main story. That's a good point. But then at the same mm. time, you could also look at it like, well, you can't be the leading role. If your performance is not good enough, I f- is it a quality yeah. thing or is it just a logistical thing? I don't know. I feel like they move the goalposts for every movie. Definitely. Cause, and it's almost understandable to a point because the the form of a movie has a lot to do with how those performances are laid out yeah. and written. And I feel like it, it, it can be a different a different story for each movie. But you have to have some form so we know what the rules are. Let me let me let me throw this at you. <clears throat> they wanted they know that these performances are good they're both good enough to be leading actor performances, but they needed to squeeze all of these nominees in. They didn't want to leave out the Anthony Hopkins's and the uh Gary Oldman's mm-hmm. right? And the Riz Ahmed's is, mm-hmm. right? So what you what do you do instead? You push out maybe. Uh, I mean, supporting is a weird category because it can kind of go anywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. So what you do instead of filling out your lead actor nominees with what would have been three black dudes, an Asian dude two Asian dudes actually Mm -hmm. and that would be your five nominees right Right. three black dudes and two Asian dudes you go uh wait a minute where's our white dudes (laughs) right instead of doing that you just shift them to supporting where you can kind of do whatever you want with supporting so now you've got two 
so, uh, black guys in in the supporting category. Now yeah. you can get you can get all you can get it all. Not so white anymore, are exactly. we? Exactly. That's maybe mm-hmm. what happened. That yeah. they because again, if you're looking at it from just a singular like, okay, so if they're the two supporting actors, who is the lead actor in this movie? Right. You, the Oscars got to go. I mean. <laughs> what does it mean to lead a movie? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? What do you mean by lead? Define leading and actor yeah. and best. I think the lead was the Black Panther Party, <laughs> personally, <laughs> conceptually. Yeah. So you just don't get it. That's my theory. That they needed, to, they wanted them in there, and they knew that they deserved leading, mm-hmm. but they had to squeeze in. I mean, they had to get that Gary Oldman. I mean, it would be weird for Gary Oldman, especially, to not be nominated. Yeah. I mean, he's been. It's just been one of those revelation kind of performances where you're like, Gary Oldman, he doesn't fucking miss. No, no. And I, again, having seen the movie, he was incredible in it. Yeah. So I'm not holding it against him in any way. Let me stop you. Okay. Because we have not got into part two of this. Yes. And we're past an hour. <laughs> <laughs> way past, well, actually. Okay. So what do you want to do? Um, let's Let's... Let's pour it, taste it, talk about one more thing, and review. Okay. I can dig it. My ass. By the way, people are probably looking, people are probably need answers (laughs) as to why the podcast look, oh, oh, shit. Nice. Ugh. Perfect. Can you uh, get some napkins? Celine, bring us some napkins. Oh, is, is that a weird question to ask? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I am I putting you out? Excuse me. Excuse me. Do you mind? Can you can you can you do something about this? I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> anyway, I'm leaving all of this in. Okay. What a mess. Yeah. Well, people can't see it because of the framing. <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're wondering, we're in between tables right now. Yeah. Next week, set will be a little different. <clears throat> it will be a little different. Uh, if you couldn't tell, the 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 table was just a dining room table. <laughs> and we were sitting on these uncomfortable ass seats which were my fault. I uh I I uh I used I had this weird thing where when I was living on my own, I just had this like I would just go to the Goodwill and find I would I would find furniture um office chairs just weird shit. Right, and I would just get it because it was just priced so well. You wouldn't believe the kind of shit that people will drop off at a Goodwill for whatever reason. Their grandpappy died, or they bought some new stuff and they didn't want to throw it away. They thought somebody else would be able to benefit from this, or <clears throat> whatever reason. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff at the Goodwill that's just like, I mean, no lie, incredible stuff. Yeah. In in near mint condition. And so uh <clears throat> that's what we were rocking with 
on this uh, on this podcast for years, for years, and uh, now we're stepping it up. Yeah, it's time for a change. So next week the set will be a little different. Hard pour, baby. Mm-hmm. Could have been harder. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a fucking mess. <laughs> that This is that real shit, guys. This is that real shit. <laughs> I guess as a reminder, we're drinking the uh Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, beer with coffee and natural coffee flavors. Uh 4% ABV. <coughs> Okay. All right. Oh, sorry about that. Mm. Our knees touched. <sighs> and I liked it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> were knees touched, and I liked it. Well, they can now. We can get even closer if you want to. That's all right. No? No. You sure? Yeah, it's okay. I'm just saying. No. Somebody's Somebody's got that, that good juju flowing through them now. You got the... Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought it was a good segue. I wasn't sure exactly what you uh, you intended to say. I had flowing within me, Marco. <laughs> I got a little worried there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know where your mind could go with that. Many places, apparently. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I got. I got vaccinated, baby. I'm gonna put cheers there. Thank you, Bill Gates. <coughs> so, do you want to talk about how and why? <laughs> why you were eligible? <laughs> yes, I do. I would love to. Yeah, let's talk about it's, it. Is it because of my chronic disease? No. It's uh, other stuff. Is it because I'm 65 and older? No. It's other stuff. Is it because I'm an obese man? Could be that. <laughs> Amongst other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh uh this was the first time that uh the the fat helped fat saved my life yep so uh i <laughs> i went to the doctor and uh i go so uh you think i can i can get the uh the the, the paper that says i can get the vaccine and she goes well they're very specific about what you can get it for i'm like well do you think you know ankylosing spondylitis would be eligible for that because you know i'm on i'm on humira which brings down your uh immunity which seems like a bad thing during a a, a panorama yeah and she goes okay well let me let me look at the sheet of paper here and <clears throat> I'll, I'll see what what's eligible and she goes well think we can get you in like okay great yeah your bmi uh <laughs> seems to be high enough that uh you're eligible and i said thank you <laughs> i appreciate it um but yeah so i <laughs> was indeed eligible and uh you know she could have lied to me and just said yeah now it's because of your your chronic disease but uh no, no, it was uh, it was the fat. That's because you're fat. Uh huh. It's because you're fat. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, I got my form, 
and I got it signed. Let's let's explore you, how, how fat you are for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. The, the, the are you Oprah? No, the entire idea behind that is wild, yeah. wild to me. I mean, my BMI is crazy. If I went to the doctor, <laughs> they would be like, "What do you? Why are you not vaccinated? What are mm. you doing? You need this." My BMI is it's it's not good. So, uh, <clears throat> but it's insane that that's one of the things yeah. where she's you're at the doctor's office and she's like, "I mean." I don't know. It's kind of strict. They've got a lot of, I mean, there's not a lot of reasons why. And, you know, they're very tight lipped on the blah, blah, blah. She mm. comes back and she's like, yeah, this will do. <laughs> 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 so, <clears throat> I mean, we're in the midst of a weight loss challenge, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I could be doing better on. <laughs> yeah. Surprising. I had surprise, a surprise. I had a bad week last <laughs> week. Uh, we're, we're getting back on the train. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, that's wild to me, dude. Over yeah. 65, uh, uh, um, shit, I'm spacing <sighs> on the phrase. When you have immunocompromised? No, no, not that. But yeah, that, that must suck too. But <laughs> <laughs> no, when you have, uh, the fats? pre, pre something, pre existing conditions. Pre existing conditions. Thank uh-huh. you. I don't know why I couldn't fucking, but yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just being too too fat. Too fat, yeah. And like, fine. So I think some places allow you to get it if you're a smoker, too. That just seems irresponsible. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, I, I, I guess I understand because it's one of those things that, like, if you're more susceptible to getting it, you can give it to other people, too. Yeah. So it's one of those things, like, if mm. we knock one extra layer of, of the population out with the vaccine... Mm. Then there are few fewer people to infect other people. Interesting, but it it's it is kind of like the 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 moral conversation that's um, trying to be had in the Dark Knight, where um, the Joker wires both of the cruise ships, and one's filled with convicts. <laughs> Relax, they're fairies. Fairies, they're not cruise ships. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah, right. Uh, uh, one's filled with convicts and one's filled with just uh, normal citizens, yeah. right? And he asks them. They made their choice. Yeah, and it's a it's an it's an interesting. I mean, it's ham fisted conversation, yeah. the, the ham fisted way that they go about it. But it's it's an interesting dilemma of who deserves to live mm-hmm. when you when you strip it of all of the moral implications. It just be- really boils down to who deserves to live. Yeah, and. Who decides who deserves to live? And so this whole thing with 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 the panini is like, who deserves to live? When when you if you want to get to the bare bones and the um you want to get past all the niceties and just have the real conversation, it's who deserves to live. Yeah, who gets protected first? I mean that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, as, as shitty as that sounds, and who and and. It's really fucked up on who gets to decide that. Yeah. <clears throat> and well, why they decide it. And even more nefarious than that is the conversation of what is your protection worth? Because the the entire uh, the argument of the right is essentially we can't we can't survive this economically if we stay shut down forever. Right? Yeah. Right. Which is true. Right. But then it, the question becomes when do we deem it safe enough for people to go back to work? Right. When can we open the economy back up fully? 
and who and what are we willing to sacrifice for that? Sure. Because then you're talking about something um, real, but not physical in a sense in the economy versus grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? That's real. I can touch grandma. You can touch grandma, well, yeah. Not my grandma. She's no. dead. Not COVID related. <laughs> Age related. Yeah. She was old. Mm-hmm. I got one more, though. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I got a spare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're keeping her protected. Um, But yeah, I, I think that's uh, that is interesting as far as, you know, who who do we who do we protect first? Who's our priority? Mm-hmm. And then what are we willing to sacrifice for the the betterment of our economy the greater good the greater good the greater good the greater good <sighs> it's a big question no but anyway luck, no luck cut catching them killers then <laughs> no it's no it's it's just the one then mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> uh yeah no it, it's i don't know it's kind of fucked up yep. when you think about it <laughs> it's kinda, this predicament it's we're kinda in fucked up yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we're at a point now where, you know, hopefully old, old Joe, he's talking about, you know, we'll have enough to inoculate pretty much anybody who wants the the vaccine, you know, in the next couple of months. Yep. That's why you keep hearing all this stuff of people saying, like, ah, we're almost, it's almost over. Mm. Or uh, <clears throat> worse still, I posted this screenshot of a Bumble profile that I swiped on, or I, I swiped left. Not want to match with this person, but I saw it, and she was like, "Now that the pandemic's over, we can blah blah." blah. And I'm like, "Hold on, hold Missy. on, wait a minute, <laughs> backtrack for a second, yeah, because we still got a little ways to go before yep. we're just like, man, that was crazy. <laughs> Thank God we left that in 2020. Good am I right back there? Well, I barely so. remember that. <laughs> but no, uh, so so you got the first dose, we're getting the next dose in a couple weeks, yep, and then we'll be back to. You know, pissing and farting, pissing and farting, mm-hmm. licking each other's eyeballs. Oh yeah, yep. So I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I can't wait. Are you interested in the process? Yeah, tell me about it. I am interested. So, I went to a local community college, Valencia. Mm. I think I think they they have. Are they considered self uh, state school yet? Like S, like Seminole, Valencia, yeah. Okay, because they have four year uh, degrees you can yeah. get there. <laughs> Showing my age. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to Valencia because uh, they actually have FEMA set up out there. And Whoa! They're providing them with dudes and fatigues, and I felt like I was in a zombie movie. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> scary but cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'd, I'd never. Uh, had the pleasure of seeing a FEMA tent in real life. So <laughs> FEMA tent? Yeah. So um, that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, everyone was super nice. But they have, um, I'm assuming, uh, Army and Air Force Reserves out there yeah. helping with the entire process. And, uh, you know, FEMA people. And they, they set up these air-conditioned tents. And you you circle through the entire thing like it's, uh, know, it's an adventure, basically. Yeah. Like it's just... And, and fortunately for me, it wasn't like a huge line, but you you can see how they prepared for it. It's like, you know, twirling lines and stuff and mm-hmm. this gigantic queue. Um, but, yeah, you roll on in. You show your paperwork, your ID. They put a little sticker on you. Uh, it has a QR code. 
all the military uh, men and women scan it mm-hmm. as you walk through like your cattle and everyone's very nice and then uh, yeah eventually you get to the these tables and they tell you which arm do you want <laughs> you, you pick your arm and they go okay you're getting whatever uh, whatever brand uh, they have available at the time which yeah. I got I got Pfizer hey get a Pfizer dog um, so yeah they they stick you and they tell you to sit down for 15 minutes in another room and let you sit down. Somebody scans you. And for, the, for the chip yes. that they put in you. Yes, yes. Make sure it's going through your bloodstream. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have 5G now. <coughs> um, yeah, 5G. And after 15 minutes, they come back up to you. They go, hey, how are you feeling? Feeling all right? Okay, cool. Uh, for the next couple of days, you may uh, have a soreness in your arm, which I did. Um, you may have slight flu-like symptoms for the next couple of days. Which I didn't really. I I was mostly just like really tired. Yeah. But as opposed to any other day. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) A little extra tired. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And they said, okay, well, you're you're good to go. Just come back in a couple weeks, and uh, we'll get you back. Your second dose. Nice. So. All right. Pretty easy peasy lemon squeezy. Easy peasy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we told you. We told you guys. Soon as that shit was was coming down the pipeline, it's like put it in me. Yeah, put it in me. I want five G. Yeah, I want to radiate five G. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a hotspot. Want to be a cell phone tower? I'm a hotspot, baby. Yeah, you are a hotspot. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. I'm happy for you. Um, Thank you. Mostly because it's just like you know, it. it I know that that obviously being on a <clears throat> on a medication that lowers your um, immune system on top of have having just being having morbidly obese. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say everything else that was going on, but that's oh, what yeah. I was descri- describing. <laughs> was yeah. Everything. All else. this going on. Having all that on, on top of it. I mean, it's got to, you know, this is obviously a thing that, that I hopefully can relieve a little bit of stress where it's like, that's one yeah. less thing I have to worry about yeah. for now. Well, and I, I feel it, it wasn't necessarily about me getting it, which is a relief. Don't get me wrong, but it was more so the fact that I know that my grandma now has it. Yeah. My dad has it. My mom has it. Well, and and you can be around them and, and not have to worry. That's one less thing you have to worry about just being around. Yeah, them. as much. You know, obviously there's still risks, but right. You know, right. You're not. You know, you're not superhuman. Sure. You're a hot spot, but not that hot. Yeah. 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 I mean, my 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 pappy got it. Uh, my sister got it. My mom's gonna get it. And you know, whenever it, whenever it comes down the pipeline to me, whenever they just roll a syringe under the door, yeah, I'll just fucking, yeah, that's that's where you put it, right, right in the, right in the fucking. Right I don't the, know where you're pointing. Right but in the right in the dick hole. Oh yeah, yeah. And it goes right in there. Yeah. And you just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to leave? Do you yeah, wanna, <laughs> I want to leave. You wanna leave? <laughs> I want to leave. <laughs> want to get out of here? Can I leave? <clears throat> no, you can't. Not before we review these beers. Okay. So, tonight's beers were from the Guinness Brewing Company. You know it. You love it. Maybe I don't know. Guinness. It's one of those things. You know, we've we've done we've we've done Guinness and Guinness adjacent yeah. beers before. Just as like either uh, I don't know celebratory thing, something to be kind of get interesting with it. Uh, it's it's uh, it's 
for most people, the first stout that you have yeah. when you're kind of getting it, even when you don't really understand. I mean, relax, okay? Well, you We've get, established you, I'm obese, well, Marco. I can't you control think you can myself. Just like knock shit over, and you think you run the fucking place. That was my five G. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So, so it's 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 a lot of people's first foray into doing something outside of. Bud Light, Light, Coors Light, blah, 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 right? Iconic stout. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we know you didn't get it from, you know, Ireland, so the water, and it doesn't taste like it's blah, 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 fine, whatever. I'm not interested in your, you know, it's, it's, you got to get it over there. I know, dude. I know, okay? How many times are we going to have this conversation with somebody who's like, you you can't, I don't even drink it in America. It's not the real guy. I'm done with this conversation, okay? okay? I'm done with it. Sorry. It's okay. I lost myself there for a second. (laughs) So we had the Guinness Draft Stout and the Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. And my man, Obi, what did you think? We don't really have to give a score to the The OG. But uh, I guess as a comparison, should we even like really score them just or just really talk about uh, how they compare? Or do you want to give a score to the new one? Let's give a score to the new one. Okay. Because I, I feel like, I mean, we had to have done the original Guinness at some point, right? Yeah. No no, no way we didn't do it. So that being said, I mean, uh, the OG Guinness is like uh, an Irish grandma's hug. It's nice. <laughs> it's just, it's nice. It's pleasant. It's mm-hmm. very pleasant. Um, you know, after having many uh, Imperial Stout and Milk Stout... And all other varieties therein, mm-hmm. um, Guinness uh, takes you back home. You know, yeah. Uh, it's it's way lighter than any of the craft beer stouts that we're used to, and smoother. Um, but that's a that's a plus to me. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a it it's sort of the Coca Cola of beer to me. Wait, wait, Guinness is. Yeah, it, it, it tastes the same. Excuse me. <laughs> it tastes sort of the same wherever you get it. Right, 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 right. Um, and it's just, it's a known quantity. Okay. You know, it, it, it's like McDonald's, you know, like it, it, you know what you're getting with a Guinness. Okay. Um, so it's in, so it's in that tier of beer where you kind of know what you're going to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say along there with like a Budweiser. You know, like it's right. it is it is what it is, and it's only that. Yeah, like you don't go that there for anything over the top or fancy. It's very smooth. It, it's it's by the numbers, but that's its benefit. Damn it! Right. You know that that that's what that's what makes it good. Um. All that being said, I don't know. I uh, just as a a peripheral a formality formality. I'd give it like a four. <clears throat> I give it a four. The Guinness. Yeah. It's 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 comfort food. It's it's nothing uh, crazy over the top. It's very smooth. I enjoy the fact that uh, it it it's uh, nitro infused, uh, which gives it that creamy smoothness. Um, but I, I I really enjoy the fact that it's not super super strong. Okay. Super easy drinking. Super smooth. Um, it is what it is, and that's all that it is. All which right. I appreciate about it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Um, I mean, for mostly for <clears throat> most of the same reasons, but it's like I mean, 
it is it is kind of hard to start uh, drinking better, more interesting stouts, mm. and then go back to Guinness and truly believe that it's it's on the level of some of these other ones that sure. we've had. Um, but well, you're the you're the stout guy too. I, I that's that's what they call me. You're that's the stout guy. Everyone calls me. They, they even people who don't know me. Yeah, they just go stout guy. BMI. <laughs> <laughs> you get your vaccine yet? I'm sure it's high, right? Mm, I'm sure it's because mm. you're a stout guy. You're a stout guy. Uh, <clears throat> but that's not to say that Guinness is bad. I get really annoyed with people who, once something becomes too, I guess, popular or ubiquitous, especially in the beer sphere, you're blessed. <laughs> <laughs> especially in the beer sphere. Mm-hmm. It, I guess, it becomes this thing where it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's no, it's un, it's not cool anymore to fucking like, like I, like IPA as a beer type mm-hmm. has become so ubiquitous, yeah. That there's stuff now where you're like, I don't know, man, is this even an <laughs> IPA? Or are you just calling it that? Yeah, you know, we well, got and, New and England and West Coast, hazy. And hazy, hazy is the big one right now. Yeah. You're seeing every fucking juicy. company, juicy. It's like, juicy ipa what are you talking about Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where it's like oh once you get past a certain point you're like oh well we faced a little bit of that with the last episode where it was a good ipa but we've had so many that taste basically the same for sure and that and that's not a dig on what was it walking on air or waiting on air or something like that Uh, that we had last week not a dig at them so much as it is just like i mean so what happens in industries like this. Yeah. <clears throat> but like you were saying, I mean, it's it's comfort food. Yeah. It's there when you need it. It's yep. always going to be there. Yeah. And it's something that I'll introduce to people years from now where they're like, you know, I want a stout. Start it, with Guinness. It's the quintessential starter stout. All right. Uh, and then <clears throat> what they did. What's always fun when these big beer companies are like, we can do weird stuff, too. <laughs> we like coffee. They created their nitro cold brew coffee Guinness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I'll give them credit. Tastes like a fucking nitro cold <laughs> brew, dude. <laughs> it does. I mean, if you if you just remove that little bit of gas that's in this, that gave that gives it just enough carbonation that you know it's not just a coffee. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to taste the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a little bit of bitterness. Um it's very creamy, very smooth. Yeah. I mean, every morning I get myself a I get myself a cold brew and a little treat. And <clears throat> this is almost it's really hard to discern the difference. Yeah. I would give this a 4. Okay. I think this is a I mean, it's an obvious choice to do something like this with yeah. with a Guinness. They marry well. Yeah. And it's it's when you've got the when you've got the backing of such a large company behind you, it's kind of hard. I mean, you've get, you got factory after factory after. Uh, uh, um, ugh, fuck, I'm just spacing on words, man. These aren't even that. They're not even <laughs> no, <laughs> they're what, low. What is the thing when you're doing a commercial, but you need a test group before the commercial, or a product? You need a. Uh, it's like a. It's like a. What is it? Focus, Focus group. group. 
focus group focus group after focus group after focus group yeah that finally gets you to this taste yeah and you know that it's been funneled through system after system to get sure. you here and so it it should be what it's advertised yeah right <clears throat> and in this lucky instance it is mm-hmm. so i give it a four uh, for all those reasons, I'm giving it a four and a half. Ooh. I gotta give it a, a little bit higher than the OG because, like you said, it. I mean, it 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 just pairs so well. It does. I feel like those flavors just. Mhm. That was sexy. Yeah. All right. <coughs> oh, jeez. So a uh, four and a four and a half for you for the Guinness Original and the Guinness Nitro Cold Brew. And a three and a four for myself for the same beers. You ready? Yes. Let's get out of here. This has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Uh, the luck of the Irish. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere podcasts are sold to listen to. And always, always, always have a beautiful evening. Oh, my shillelagh. <laughs> Is that... Is that racist? I don't uh, think so. Okay. It is is leprechaun a race? Not that I know. Of. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>